0: to Contracting Conversations. My name is Scott Williams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jim Valley. We are pleased to have with us today Professor Dave Lewis, DAU's Learning Asset Manager for the OLT course CON 7620, which is Cost Plus Incentive Fee CPIF Contracts. Hey, Dave, welcome back to Contracting Conversations.
1: Glad to be back. Thanks for having me back.
0: Hey, you bet, Dave. So to kick us off, you know the routine. Tell us all about 7620.
1: Okay, cost plus incentive fee contracts. It's um, one of the incentive type contracts that we have available to us in our in our in our arsenal, and we use typically use these contracts where there's a little more performance risk or cost risk or what you know a little more risk than there would be in a fixed in an FPI, if a fixed price type contract. Just like the difference between using a cost type contract versus a fixed price type contract, generically, same types of things, roughly. But here we have an opportunity we believe to control some cost, perhaps, so we 're going with a, a cost type effort with a little bit more risk and as you remember with cost type contracts you 're not guaranteed delivery from a contractor you 're only guaranteed those best efforts, right so we 've got to be a little concerned about that so with these uh, with this particular course, the cpi of course we 've got it broken down into five separate lessons or five chapters. So the first one's just an intro when you 'd want to use. Uh, CPIF-type contracts, and then a quick comparison to FPIF so you're clear on, you know, hey, I've got this requirement. Now, should I use an FPIF or should I use a CPIF? After, after reviewing this and the FPIF course, that's, that will be very, very easy for you to determine. Uh, second, uh, second lesson, uh, we get into the the geometry of, uh, of a CPIF contract. And when we look at that geometry, Something that falls out from that is something called the range of incentive effectiveness. It's the range over which uh, the contractor can be incentivized to control cost. Once they get uh, below that range or above that range, there's no incentive uh, to the contract. So you could throw money at them and it's not going to make any difference. They're not going to get any more fee. All right. So uh, we dwell quite a bit on on the range of incentive effectiveness because it is such an important part of, of these types of contracts. Then in lesson three, we talk about various ways of how we can structure these CPI of contracts. Lesson four, we give you, some, give you some tips on how to negotiate them. All right, so very strong, very strong chapter on that. And then finally, we wrap it up with, with contract admin. So that's pretty much the design of the course. There's also a test at the end. It's going to take you about three hours to get through this course, including the test. So it's a it's a pretty healthy dive. Um and it should it should arm you to, to be ready to go out and develop and negotiate one of these things and execute it. So that's that's the course.
2: All right, thanks Dave. So you know we've already talked about seventy six hundred, right? Center of contracts. We've talked about seventy six ten FPIF contracts and now here we are in seventy six twenty, which is CPIF. And I brought up before embedded videos. So I I really want those that maybe didn't listen to the other two videos to kind of understand, you know, what are these embedded videos that you have in this course?
1: Okay, thanks for asking, Jim. I'm excited about these. Uh, What we've done is we've uh, gotten some animations and narrated them of uh, coming up with final prices, calculating final prices uh, for uh, CPI of contracts. So at different final costs. What would the final price be of a CPI contract after taking into account uh, the, the impact of any overrun or underrun to target cost? The idea behind uh, a cost incentive contract, a formula-based cost incentive contract, is a target cost is established. If the contractor overruns that cost, the contractor is going to make less fee in the case of a cost cut CPI contract, and it's going to cost the government more. If the contractor underruns the target cost uh, at the end of the contract, they will earn more fee than target fee, and it will actually cost the government less. So that's a win-win situation. So uh, that is one of, the, one of the first embeds we have, talking about that final price and the effect it has on the geometry. Then when we're first establishing a CPI of contract, we might be trying to set up our negotiation positions or things like that. We get into how you graph those. Uh, with the with the different uh, CPI of cost elements. And then uh, uh, the third embedded video talks about the CPI of geometry and what the impacts are if you relax the share ratios, that is you flatten them, or if you make them tighter by uh, making them steeper, what effect it has on the range of incentive effectiveness, what effect it has in negotiations. And then finally, the last video we have is one that was done by a a subject matter expert that has developed an automated tool to help help graph these things. It's called the DOD CPIF graphing tool. And the narrator walks you through three different sheets or three different tabs on that tool that can help you uh, set up an objective and during negotiations track what your objective is, what your current position is, perhaps what the contractor position is. It'll track three different positions simultaneously. So when you make a move, you'll be able to see graphically because it draws a graph as well, draws these graphs as well. You'll be able to see the impacts on the geometry. This can help lead to, uh, to better settlements and to quicker settlements because you can see where the differences are visually on those graphs and make offers to try to accommodate uh, where those, to, to resolve those differences. So really powerful tool for negotiation.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a really neat tool. Thanks,
0: Dave. Sure. Absolutely, Dave. Sounds like a really, really cool class. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about your target audience for 7620.
1: Okay. Well, for this class, of course, anybody that's going to be dealing with a a CPI of contract in the future, uh, uh, contracting officer, contract specialist, price analyst, dcma -er, uh who whoever it may be uh strongly recommend they take it but these classes are set up where anybody can come in and take it uh, and when you're negotiating these incentive type contracts it tends to be a team effort you've got your contracting folks but then program managers got to be in there the technical people have to be in there because they're providing all of the positions that, that they're, they're or all of the all of the inputs that are going to establish positions for at target which would be the objective and maybe a, an optimistic cost, which might be an opening position in negotiations, and a pessimistic cost, which might be you know, the high that we, that we would go to. Well, those technical people are, are providing the inputs that establish those positions. So it'd be quite beneficial for them to get an idea of how these things work as well. And it'll give them an idea of how important their inputs are to coming up. With a good incentive arrangement, uh, you know, their inputs are key. Uh, without those inputs, you're just you're just arguing against the wind. You have to be armed with real data, and that's what uh, that's what these specialists give us. So I'd I'd recommend it for uh, for anybody that that thinks they're going to be involved with an incentive contract. This will this will make you uh, smarter, and smarter is always better.
0: All right, great, Dave. Thank you. And for folks that are taking the class. Spread that word to your peers and to uh, people on your team. This is definitely a course they can click and take. You don't have to be contracting per se to take the course. You can, other disciplines can do it as Dave has explained. And, and I think that's a great opportunity for all to understand how a CPIF contract works. So thanks again, Dave. I appreciate that explanation. Glad for the opportunity.
2: All right, Dave, before we let you go, and this is our third broadcast, with you with 7600 7610 before this do you have anything else you want to add where we go
1: i would just say that incentive contracts in general can be powerful motivators uh they are additional work from your standard run-of-the-mill cost type contract or firm fixed price type contract but uh they can be powerful motivators in getting contractors to control costs and do other do other things okay so Keep these keep these in mind. Uh they're a little bit extra work, but they're worth the trouble. And I appreciate the opportunity to spread the word.
2: Great, Dave. We we are so glad to have had you. Those out there listening to this in seventy six twenty, please take a look at seventy-six ten, which is FPIF, and also seventy six hundred, which is a set of contracts. They aren't very long. So seventy six hundred is only an hour, seventy-six ten is four hours. And then you have saying 620 that uh, dave just talked about which is three hours so uh not very long but highly impactful if this is something you're going to need so that is all the time we have for today if you haven't already subscribe to our contracting conversations channel this can be located not only on dau media but also on apple podcasts and youtube so please Sign up for those, subscribe, and you'll get notified anytime we have a new recording that's published uh, once a week. Every Wednesday is usually is when it's released. So please uh, sign up and give us your uh, comments in the uh, comments section below. So if you have any uh, questions or for discussions, please do that and spread the word of the channel to your peers and those you supervise or lead. Let us help you answer their questions. We look forward to having future contracting conversations with you.